everybody. Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast, episode 28. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and today, it's just the lonesome T-Bird with me. I got a question for you. What's that? I don't... Have you, have you ever hit a dog with your car? Um, not with my car, but I ran over one with a four-wheeler. It was fine. Okay. Is it, dude... I hit a dog on the way to work today. Oh, you terrible person. Well, I felt like it because it sounded god-awful. This is the second time I've unavoidably hit an animal. Like, I just, there was no way around it. There was nothing I could do. Yeah. And it is incredibly frustrating. And I don't, I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hit animals. Yeah. I don't know that anybody does. (laughs) But, oh my gosh, it was, it wrapped up my whole morning because the poor guy ran out in front of me. I was going about 45 down a hill. There was, you know, I, I swerved into the left lane. Luckily, there was nobody there. Yeah. He, um, the Joker, like, he, he swerved out in front of me. I couldn't stop. I mean, I, I honked the horn. And then as I swerved over, he darted once I, and I don't know if it was a combination of, I scared him, so he went that way, or if he was committed and he was going that way. Yeah. But he just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even see him till it was too late. Like an RKO? Like an RKO. And I hit him in that brand new effing van. Mm. So I pull over, and I cannot believe as hard as I hit this dog, and he was a decent-sized dog, he did not mess up our body kit. Dang. I would, dude, I was prepared to be just infuriated, you know. Um, one, I didn't want to hit the dog, you know what I'm saying? So that yeah. sucked. Two, I definitely didn't want to hit it in that, in that $46,000 van that I bought my wife, you know? Like, cause cars these days, I mean, like, it's not a truck, it's a van. And it's got that nice body kit, but God dog, man, those things are freaking made of paper mache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. You know, I just expected it to be just destroyed. In my mind, I was like, there's $3,000. I know, it's just going to cost a ridiculous amount of money to fix. And I got out, and sure enough, there's no real damage. The grill was uh, a little popped out, you know. But I'll get under there and pop that back in. So yeah. no, harm, no big deal. Anyway, so I look in the rearview mirror. I see the poor guy struggling. And I go over there. We get in. He crawls into a ditch. Uh, by then, by that time, some some ladies had stopped, you know, and and uh, they uh, sat with him, and uh, we I sat with him. We called animal control. They came, picked him up, took him to the vet, you know, see if they could, if there's anything that they could do to help him, you know. Yeah, I, I'm just like, oh my goodness, what a rough way to start the day. Sounds so, like it. And as like you know, I've been I've been caught in between like like um, feeling real bad for the thing, and then like frustrated. Because, like, it ma- it makes me, like, and the dog had a collar, just no information on it. Yeah. So, so it was somebody's dog, you know. And I went and knocked on all the neighbors' doors or whatever, and then no one, like, no one said it was theirs. Funny story, though. In the midst of I'm doing all this, this sad stuff, this older guy comes by one of those uh, riding lawnmowers, those zero turns. Yeah. So we flag him down. And we're like, hey, man, is this your dog? And he goes, nope, never seen him before. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said he lived like right across from where we were at. He goes, never seen that dog, but a goat showed up in my yard about four days ago if you want him. 
what? I'm like, what? Are you serious? I'm serious heart attack. He goes, yeah, he goes, I don't want this stupid thing. He's like, this goat just showed up in my yard. And he's like, and it's kind of mean. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of mean. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's kind of mean. He's like, wow. and so animal control comes and gets the dog, you know, and they said, like I said, they're going to take it to the vet. Um, you know, and he said that, you know, they'll get him fixed up, whatever. And hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, um, p- people will be, you know, Hey, my dog's missing. Maybe they'll call around to the shelters, you know, or, uh, uh, to the, to the vets and stuff. Uh, cause that just happened to Trey. His dog was missing. So he called all the vets around and sure enough, somebody had turned uh, got his dog picked up. Um, Dude, that would suck if you would hit Trey's dog. Oh my gosh. That would have really sucked. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, that would have been awful, but yeah, not the same day. Like this was like a week or two ago. Yeah. Um. But either way. Um. So the guy, the animal control dude, shows up. I help him load the dog into the back of the truck or whatever. And uh, the dude's like, "Hey, ask him about his goat." <laughs> He's like, "Somebody go get his goat." Great. He's dude. like, "I've been trying to get rid of this thing for four days." <laughs> that's that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was uh. So anyways, needless to say, there's two things I look forward to today. Uh, one was working out. So, uh, you know, I got off, uh, I worked out a little bit today and two, um, doing this show. And as much as I hate that we don't have the whole crew tonight, um, I was definitely looking forward to something fun to take my mind off of, you know what I'm saying? My, my awful morning, not to mention it has been a absolute, just like crazy amount of leaks and rumors. And every time you turn around. Something, something's coming out, man. So this E3, we might not have nothing left by the time it gets here. Let's hope not. There's oh, got to yeah, be some, there has to be some surprise left. <laughs> I can't tell anymore if these are intentional leaks or if they've just got like holes in everything in the video game industry. Cause man, it, it, it just seems like every time you turn around, like everything's just getting leaked and spewed. And did you see the uh, new, um, Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Which I think that one was just like intentionally released. You know what I'm saying? Ahead of time? Probably but, was. Uh, of course, my my Facebook was flooded with this is Sparta and then a dude getting kicked off of a mountain. So that's pretty much all anybody anybody had on there today. So anyways, let's uh let's let's give it a good old toast before we get started. Oh crap. So. You say that as soon as I'm having to fight somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well here, I'll start the toast while you finish your fight. This toast goes out to, I'm pouring one out for the poor little homie I ran, uh, I hit with the car today, and um, to a, a swift recovery, <laughs> and uh, to Detroit Become Human, because oh my gosh, I've been playing that game, and let me tell you, Tanner, it is a freaking game, I like it. And this one's for Tricky. Ooh, that was a bit God, rough. That was good. And my, my audio looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an earthquake just happened. <laughs> it probably did. Uh, oh, God. Oh, man. So, T-Bird. Yeah. Tell us, what have you been playing? Uh, Mainly just Dark Souls Remaster. And it's just, it's, uh, I love it. But to finally, finally be able to play this game at a stable frame rate, where it, obviously nothing—I haven't seen it drop a single frame yet. So the game's just running smooth, 
it's just as fun as it was on PS3 when I beat it. So that and I oh god, I started playing a little bit of Pamela. Oh That's please little, tell tell the listeners what that what that game's all about. Um, basically, you're in like a utopia, and everyone's dead except for you and some AI, I think. So it's basically now it's just like a big survival. It's like a survival horror game. A little more emphasis on the survival because you have to maintain your food and your water. When I say I played a little bit, I mean very little. But it looks really like, good. Like just enough to get your uh, get your feet wet and then you died? I didn't die. I was oh, starting to panic because my food and water thing was going down. I was like, oh no, oh no. I don't, I, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> So I might start that up again this weekend. You got big plans for the weekend? No. <laughs> so I'm play some video games. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, this weekend will be the uh, the official award ceremony for the Loot Bros uh, soccer teams. I know that. Um, nice. I think my controller's making noises because I'm playing prototype. So yes, it everybody, is. if you hear noises. Oh well, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but uh, yep. So we, tomorrow we got a big day. Uh, we got, uh, like I said, the official Loot Bros soccer teams uh, final hangout. We're doing a um a ice cream social. Nice. Yeah. So get everybody sugared up. Let them run around, play in the park, and then, and then give let them, them back to the parents. <laughs> Basically. So um oh with that Dark Souls remaster, you're playing on PS4 now. Yes. But are you going to play the PC version as well? No. It's got a lot of hackers right now. So, Ooh. no thanks. Actually, I did hear that. So. And I've heard that it's better if you um, just play the original, but with like the uh, little Dark Souls fix for it. Ah, uh, yeah, to the mods. Well, yeah, it's it, basically the whole update for this game that, that From did, or got someone to do. Yeah. It was basically what that mod did. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It cost $40. Well, what, you, what do you prefer, the $40 package or just the, uh, the modded package? $40 because it's easier and it works. <laughs> there you go. Easy, easy, easy. So that's it? That's all you got for us this week? Yeah. I think that's all I played. I mean, now you got a, a bunch of Steam games, you know what I'm saying, that you've been, you've been racking up on, so I'm sure yeah, coming up soon you're going to have some nice stuff for us. Yeah, hopefully soon. Gotcha. There's a lot lot of new stuff I need to try. Well, speaking of games that uh, you need to try, don't, if you're looking for, if you're a completionist, Mr. Tancredi, friend of the show, um, if you are a uh, a trophy hunter and you don't like having um, incomplete trophy lists, I do not recommend Dungeon Punks. I said last week that I've been playing this game uh, on the Vita, and I really enjoyed it, and I do. So if you're looking for a side-scroll beat-em-up that's pretty interesting, a little bit of RPG mechanics, and it's got this little neat tag-team system where you can tag in and out of different characters. Um, Dungeon Punks was a free PS Plus game. I went and did a little research on it, made sure. And um, it's a good game. I really enjoy it. Um, it gets pretty challenging on the new game plus, but as much as I praised its trophy list, um, it's got a glitched trophy, 
And basically, there's two sets of um, of skills that you can, or spells that you can unlock. And um, one, there's like level one stuff and level two stuff. Well, when I was playing through the game, I just assumed that you, and I didn't read the trophy guide ahead of time. And even when I did look at it, I didn't pay attention to the glitch trophies because I honestly thought I had gotten it already. But um, basically, the way it works is you beat levels and you get these, you get souls, um, nice. and you you bank your souls to to get. Would you the, say it's like a a, a souls game? Ah, uh, <laughs> it's a uh, souls like. Um, only because it actually has souls in it. Yes. Um, but either way. Uh, so you have, uh, you get souls and you level up with your souls basically. And if you die, uh, let's say you die in the level, you lose all the souls that you have on you. Um, and also if you die, there's like this weird story arc going where you basically, uh, pay like a life insurance to this company and they, re they, uh, reanimate you. And so, so the, it's Grim Fandango. Yes. Or no. Jeez, this thing's. Wasn't there another game that did that? Or something I'm like not, that? Honestly, I don't remember. But basically, the way this thing works is if you die, they charge you a bunch of gold. And you lose all your soul. Alright, I gotta turn my controller off. That's, that's distracting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, no, I, I, I really like when they use the, the, the stuff on your controller, you know? Dude, the first but, time I played Warframe, that, that threw me off so bad. Oh my gosh, first time I played Outlast, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> even even playing uh Killzone Shadowfall, like the having the you picking up like a uh, like a recorder or something like that, and they start yeah. reading, to, they start talking to you. Uh, uh forget that. <laughs> even even that gets, um, even that gets like creepy. Yeah. So, Dungeon Punks. So when you die, you lose a bunch of gold. They take you lose all your souls. Um, unlike Bloodborne and Dark Souls, you can't go back and get them. Once they're they're gone, they're oh, gone. That's a trash game, dude. Get rid yeah, of it. yeah, kill it with fire. <laughs> so, um, long story short, yeah, I was playing through the game and just I I upgraded my skill tree like naturally, like I didn't do anything to. I wasn't planning it out. I was like, oh, I unlocked a new character. I go buy their skills. Yeah, unlock unlock a new character. Go buy their skills. You know, and just kind of did it as you progress through the game. And then come to find out, like, I get to or the end of the game and I buy all the rank two stuff and pop the rank two trophy. Nice. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Except for the fact that the rank one trophy didn't pop. So then I Google it and, like, PSM profiles, it's basically the first paragraph on the trophy list. But I didn't look at that when I was looking for the trophies. I was just looking at um, uh, PSTrophies.org. Yeah, and you know most trophy guides they'll say potentially glitched trophy or whatever, and then you just on the trophy description you have the workaround whatever. Yeah, and so I usually skip it for the most. I glance at it and then just kind of skip by it, whatever. And this particular case, I thought I already had the trophy. Long story short, um, there's a workaround. If you uh, start a brand new game and grind, you know, what I'm saying for about two hours or so. Uh, get you know, all your skill points that you need, but don't unlock anything till you beat a certain level. Yeah, and then you go and buy the, all the skills for the characters you have unlocked. Supposedly that'll pop the trophy. Well, I did that, and it didn't work. And then I I worked on it twice now, and it didn't work. So I just deleted the game. I was like, you know what? I'm just not. I'm not even going to finish the game on New Game Plus. 
because it's extremely challenging and it's actually not fun challenging. Like it's uh artificial difficulty. Yeah, it's you know it's the type of difficulty where you get hurt really easy. It's, it takes a billion more hits to kill anybody, and oh yeah, you that have whole to, shindig. Yeah, and you have to grind these, the grind, play the same levels over and over and over to get these little tiny drops of experience, so that you'll eventually be over leveled to the level that you're on, and then you can beat it. Yeah. And the game's got emergency exits in it, so it's like, you're going to lose 4,500 souls if you don't get to an emergency exit kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, it's a fun game up until the point where now that it's broken, and so it doesn't really serve a purpose for me to, to try that again. Now, granted, if you go if you start the game and you keep that in mind and you do it right the first time, maybe you won't have the, the luck I had with it, but yeah, I tried to work around on a brand new save, on a, actually on a different console. Because I'm playing the game, my main save is on the Vita. And what I did was I started the game on PS4. It actually controls way better on PS4, by the way. I believe um, it. I actually started the game on PS4 to, uh, and did the whole workaround or whatever. So there was no save to, be, to even delete. It was just brand new, whatever. Um, didn't work, so I'm just moving on. I got too many games to freaking sit there and try to fight a broken trophy list. Um, that sucks. It does suck, and it was a fun game, and I hate that this has kind of tainted my experience. Yeah. But, same respect, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I'm moving on. Um, go ahead. No, that's all. I, I wasn't going to say nothing. Oh. All right, well, I also played um, Splinter Cell Black. Nice. Um, really enjoy that game. With all the rumors swirling of a new Splinter Cell coming, I... um. I'm really hoping that it's true, and so I uh, put in Splinter Cell Blacklist. It's um, I was telling you the other day, I didn't beat it. I've started it and played it to a certain point on two different consoles, and I was looking for something to play the other night, and they, I love, absolutely love, when you are in a game and you have a, a silenced weapon. Yeah. Um, I, if I have the option to put a silencer on my weapon, even if it takes the damage away, I will use it. I love the way it sounds. I, there's few things in this world more satisfying than sneaking around a corner and sniping or uh, using a silenced weapon and popping somebody in the head yeah. and then nobody around knowing about it. Like, I really, really enjoy that. So, um, played a little bit of Splinter Cell Blacklist the other night. Um, I have it loaded in my console tonight. So, basically, when we're done podcasting, I'm going to go crawl on my bed and I have a PS3 upstairs with Blacklist in it waiting on me. Nice. That'll be my go-to-sleep game tonight. Um, I played uh, some Uncharted Golden Abyss since Dungeon Punks failed me. Uh, I needed a palate cleanser, and I'm almost finished with the game on hard. I've got uh, maybe three more chapters, I think it is. Yeah. Um, How many chapters in that game? 27. Cool. Yeah, they're short though. Some of them are, are some of them are mainly cinematic, and then like a little little thing. You push a button so, and it does this thing, kinda, kind of, sorta. So, um, anyways, uh, I, I'm I'm almost done with my hard playthrough on that game, and uh, you know what kills me? What? I let the dogs out. I put the kids to bed. Yeah, they. I do all the things I need to do so that we can podcast uninterrupted. And what happens? 
We don't get it. We we always get interrupted. Every time. So, anyways. Uh, uh, so like I said, I'm almost done with um, Uncharted Golden Abyss on hard difficulty. Um, that shouldn't take, you know, I'll, I'll finish that in the next day or two just as I get the time to actually sit down and play my Vita. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about you, but earlier the lightning got pretty bad over here. We just had a bad thunder. That was about it. Yeah. It was, that lightning got pretty nasty and the wind picked up pretty good. Yeah. So I, went and, I went and tied down the trampoline. You know, and uh, took down the basketball goal and all that crap. So the, the storms don't pick my pick my kid's stuff up and toss it across the yard again. And um, uh, anyway, so I told the kids I was like, you know, what, let's turn all the TVs and stuff off. And even though I got surge protectors on everything, I'm like, let's just let's just you know, chill out. So they started doing some arts and crafts stuff, and I sat there and played the Vita, you know, for a while. So I got some, I beat a few levels. Uh, something really cool about that game too. Yeah, I pulled up PSN profiles because I was like, I know I had to beat the game on you know what I'm saying normal, hard, and crushing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and that God. one I don't know. But yeah, I've already beat it on normal. And I'm almost on a hard, and it might be that crushing or excuse me, you could play it on hard to start with, but I don't remember with that game. Yeah, but but you know how like the old, uh, at least before the remaster, the Uncharted games were very much. Um, very much beat them, you know, two to three times, you know, with, you, know to, you have to unlock the difficulties to, to finish it. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, with that being said, I, I'm pretty sure that's how this one is. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm sitting there just kind of chipping away at it. So I never really looked at the trophy list because I knew that eventually I'm going to have to beat the game, you know, say multiple times and then I'll, I'll do the cleanup. So today I decided to look at the trophy list for it. And there was a uh, trophy called uh, Ruffle My Feathers. <laughs> so I clicked on it, and it was like, um, you know, get this, this, uh, this bird, this parrot, to, to shout tw- uh, eight unique phrases. Hmm. And I'm like, huh. And, and basically, I just cl- I clicked the description, and it told me how to do it. I'm like, oh, you, during the cutscenes, you have to touch the screen um, to get the, the parrot to say stuff. Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty cool. And then as I'm in the watching the video, because it just so happened I was on that mission organically. I didn't even, you know, that was the mission I started. Um, I was like, oh sweet. So I watched the I watched the mission or whatever, and um, freaking, I'm sitting there. I see little little things light up. So I find hidden gems and stuff in the video. So as you're watching the video, you have to touch the screen to find the unlock the hidden gems. Yeah. So there's, I was like, wow, that was, that was really cool. Um, I didn't realize that that was a thing, you know? Yeah. Like dur- during the cinematics, that was a uh, little, little experience. So anyways, uh, as if you touch the bird, it says all kinds of nasty and perverted stuff. And, and mm. it's, it says I don't like being touched by strange men and stuff like that. And, uh, something about naughty dog. And, um, even I, though, Sony, I get it. It, even though, yeah, yeah, you're a naughty dog or something like that. Even though Sony Ben is the one that made the game, you know? Um, the guys who made Days Gone. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty cool, man. It was a neat little neat little thing. And last but not least, and oh my gosh, um, Detroit Become Human. Nice. I, uh, I started it Tuesday night when my wife was working. Uh, played for a couple hours, not out some missions. Um, it is extre- you know, exactly what you would expect out of a, a Heavy Rain successor. Um, you know, a David Cage game. It is uh, a lot of controversy. 
No, actually. I am very, very surprised. Um, I expected more from all of the things that have been said on the reviews. Yeah. Um, you know, all of the, uh, the, the parallels with, you know, the civil rights movement and slavery and all that stuff. And, um, it just, it, like, yeah, there's, those aspects are there because you are literally, uh, you're talking about an Android and you, it's literal property in this game. Yeah. Um, but man, people were just so overreacting and just so like, and the, I don't know, like people criticize David Cage's writing style and they're like, you know, he's very, uh, uh, uh he's not very vague at all. It's very in your face and handholdy and, and they're just like, you know, oh, David Cage's writing style. And I'm like, I think it's great. Um, maybe I'm just a dummy, you know? And I just think that, uh, and, and with the way he writes, he writes for guys like me. Um, but I was, uh, I'm very, very impressed with the game. Graphically, it's amazing. The sound design is so good. Everything is so crisp and just so on point. And the voice acting and mocap is so freaking good, Tanner. And nice. there's, yeah, what a little bit I've seen of it, it looks really good, dude. There's like four or five like big actors in this game. Like four or five like very like recognizable characters. Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, it is very good. I am really really digging it. Um, I'd gotten into last night. I played for a little bit and gotten into uh, I played some of the more controversial uh, chapters uh, the other night. Yeah. Played some last night, and um, I'm getting to where the story's really ramping up, and all the androids have kind of like, you know, gotten to the positions they need to be for the story to take off. Yeah. And um, man, I am so happy with it. So freaking happy with it. Um, uh, Heavy Rain still is like my favorite David Cage game, um, just because I think that was a time and a place thing, and I'd never played anything like that before. I, I just really, really like that game. Um, Beyond Two Souls was fine. I thought it was good. I don't really see where, you know, I guess some of the pacing in it is weird. I, I, I never understood the purpose of the way that, that game, you know, jumps up and down, like forward and backward in the time frame, in the time uh, sequence. Yeah. But apparently the, P the PS4 version, you can play the game in chronological order. Mm -hmm. The one, so I, I think that that would, I think that's actually probably the way to play it. Um, but, uh, Either way, so far, Detroit Become Human is a must-play, in my opinion. If you like cinematic, story-based games, um, any, if you have any interest at all in like a Telltale or Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls, then Beyond, uh, Detroit Become Human is a must-play. Um, it is really good. So. Nice. But, yep. So I am chipping my way to 100 Platinum still. I haven't touched God of War just because Detroit's been out. Yeah. Um, but I've got, I don't even know where I'm at anymore. I think I'm at 97 Platinums. Um, and the mornings I, uh, and I'm, in the mornings I've been getting on um, my treadmill and playing uh, Telltale's Batman Season 1 on PS3. I've already platinum it on PS4, but I'll have that platinum by next week for sure. You know, nice. like, it's just, just kind of like, that one's a natural progression thing. Uh, and then I'll figure out whatever game I'll finish out of my list for, um, 99 and then got to be number 100 uh who knows detroit might be number 99 because that game right now the estimated time to platinum is uh around 20 hours yeah and you know to do multiple playthroughs 
which I think you only have to do two and a half or two two playthroughs and then some chapter select stuff. I thought it was the majority of it was just chapter select. Well, the way this one's laid out, you can chapter select and, and, and do a lot of stuff. Um, I read the Power Picks trophy guide on it. Yeah. Or, excuse me, I read the overview. I wasn't trying to read any of the trophy descriptions or do anything crazy. I didn't want any spoilers. But I saw that it had posted, so I was like, hmm. I want to see the estimated time of this game and what they're saying as far as uh, Platinum goes. And it seems like it's pretty straightforward. You know, you play through a couple times and fix your decisions. And it's, this one's got a flow chart on it that's uh, different than the, the other games that they've had. Yeah. So um, you can actually see where you need to go and replay things and make different decisions. And um, at the end of the chapter, basically what it does is it's got like the, the flow chart or like, almost like a DNA sequence kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it, it'll basically have everything grayed out that you didn't do, and it'll just light up the path that you took. Mm-hmm. Dude, it, it's pretty involved. Like, it is, it's pretty freaking involved. Like, it's, it's, there's a lot to this game. So I am really excited to play through it different ways. Um, I, I've already made some really bad decisions and died a few times. Naturally. Yep. Uh, I seem to find the worst way to play this game. Like, I, I, I think that I'm doing the right thing. And I'm playing the way my gut tells me I, I should be playing. And I'm playing the way that I would, uh, in my opinion, the way that I would handle things if I'm faced with, you know, these situations. And then, boom, it all just goes, goes to crap. <laughs> so, uh, I am, you know, I really dig it. Heck yeah. Uh, so, yep. Just um, once I'm done with this, I really think once I'm done with Detroit and God of War, because those two platinums I will have. Um, then I've got some time before anything big comes out that I'm super interested in. So I will really get serious about cleaning up my backlog again. So far this year, I have beaten 26 games. Maybe 27. I need to pull my notes back out. Um, I think it was 26. Yeah, well, still, though, I mean, yeah, 20, 26 games. Uh, so that's a lot of games beaten, you know, and the first... Uh, Today's June first, so six months of the of the year. Um, so my plan is to continue that trend and continue to beat games. Uh, I'm sitting here downloading tons of games uh, to my uh, external hard drive now, trying to make sure I get all my ducks in a row. And I I would really like before Spider Man gets here, um, to to be at the fifty range, and that's going to be contingent on a lot of things. The fifty One, range, yeah. You, you gotta mean? think, like like uh, fifty games beaten this year. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I'm at twenty six now, and I did the first twenty six in the first five months of the year. Yeah. So I would like to be, you know, I figure it was Spider Man comes out in September. So you know, what I'm saying that gives me four months, rough, or well, technically from today, three months now, um, to kind of get get going. I've got a lot of games that are. I've chipped away at, and I'll, I'll be, you know, completing as I just hunker down and finish them. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, but with that being said, you know, moving on to the Loot Bros leaderboard. Um, I checked it out right before I don't know, sometime mid afternoon today. As it stands, we have a three way tie on here. Um, for third place. Yeah, that was actually that was pretty cool. So first place. Um, was me with 27 trophies. 
Um, that's actually 29 trophies now. That's uh, fixed. Because I, uh, you already saw it? No, I'm saying this, this, this whole thing's fixed. Oh, it's rigged? <laughs> yeah, leaderboard's not true. Well, it's 29 trophies now because I popped two of them on uh, Uncharted a little while ago. Um, Tricky Mick with a 21. And then a three-way tie for third place between Stink Palm, Next Generation X, and Mr. TMNT84. Uh, they all tied with 11 trophies in the past seven days. So that was pretty good. Um, I like seeing, you know, I like seeing different names on the leaderboard. And uh, if you're listening to the show, uh, it doesn't matter whether you found us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, I think it's Apple Podcast and Google Music now. Is that what they're calling them? Yeah, it's Apple Podcast, but... Well, it's Apple Podcast. ITunes or- right. And then um, I think uh, Google Play is not Google Play anymore. It's, uh, oh, what do they call it now? Gay. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Google Gay. So um, either way, uh, well, however you're listening to the show, uh, if you're listening to the show, please take a moment out. We'd love to have you come to truetrophies.com um, and click on the uh, little search bar. Type in the Loot Bros Podcast, and you will find our trophy leaderboard. Uh, whether you are a trophy whore, uh, a trophy collector, a uh, completionist, or just a casual player, someone who plays video games and doesn't care if they get trophies or not, uh, add your name to the list because you never know when you, when you get on a little run and you might rack up a few trophies. Every seven days, um, it's updated. So whenever we do the show, we pull up whatever happened in the last seven days. Give a shout out to the top three. So we'd love to have as many community members and people who listen to the show as possible on our Loot Bros leaderboard. Um, moving on now to Tanner's favorite this week's official topic. Twat. I need you to um. Twat, 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 twat. Whenever we do the show, uh, whenever in post, it's we got to get the song back in there. Because so, every time oh, I read this, yeah, you don't remember. Um, I think Frosty made it. it's like a dubstep version of you. Oh, yeah, twat. yeah, I remember. <laughs> okay, I'll have um, to get it from him then. <laughs> so uh, this, this week's official topic is uh, we have the PlayStation E3 scoop. I'm convinced that between the two pieces of paper we have, the two documents we have, that somewhere in the line we have at least 75% of the PlayStation E3 conference. What do you think, Tanner? I almost say fifty. I'd say fifty percent. I'd say yeah. seventy-five. Uh, watch, it's like ten percent. <laughs> yeah, none oh, of watch. the stuff they got leaked is on there. <laughs> the only thing that's uh, that's right about this is the actual four games that they said that they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna show. Yeah, didn't one of these lists didn't have one of the four games? I think the first list didn't. Maybe maybe the second. I don't know. I'm about to pull them up. But basically, here's what we got. So for this week's official topic, we have two. Possibly fake news photos of Sony's E3 lineup. Um, so the question that has been presented in our Facebook group is, what do we think about this? Do we think it's legit? Do we think it's fake? Um, in a world of fake news and how easy and uh, poor Photoshop is, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that um, <laughs> none of none of this is uh, none of this is real. But all an illusion, all a figment of our imagination. So what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to break down these two lists, all right, for all of our listeners, and we're going to see what we think. 
Now I'm going to bring up the first list. Now Tanner, if you're looking at the pictures I sent you, it's probably the second picture I sent you. It's got the colorful E3 2018 logo on the bottom. Yeah, it was start. The, it was the first one. The first one. All right. So basically, these possible fake news lists uh, start off with a PlayStation game mashup trailer. That's that's about as vague as you can get, and uh, that'll be pretty much. There'll be the E3 pre-show, which will have uh, Sid Schumann and uh, uh, Ryan freaking whatever his name is from Podcast Beyond. Oh, McCaffrey. No, that's um, unlocked. Oh no, my bad. Um, he got Ryan laid Clements. off my GN. Ryan Clement, yeah. Oh, one of the better parts of uh, old Podcast Beyond. So it'll basically be uh, Sid Schumann or Schumer, whatever his name is, and then Ryan Clements, and they'll uh, they'll show off a bunch of stuff. I guarantee it's going to be a montage from there to the actual you need E3 a press. Montage. Yep, basically. Uh, so then on this uh, possible fake news list, we've got a Days Gone launch trailer. I can believe it. Well, they've already said their Days Gone is going to be one of the big four that they're showing off, and you know. Uh, I've listened to all the Game uh, Game Informer coverage for their podcast they did with the uh, Days Gone development team. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys said he got in trouble for saying early 2019. So I a launch trailer is almost a no-brainer because they've already slipped and said when the game, you know, the, the time of the year the game's coming. I would imagine that the next thing we see from them is going to be the actual date. It makes so, the most sense. So this is technically, so far, a safe bet. I would say that both these things happen. Both these things right here happen. Yeah. The next thing on this potential fake news list is the Last of Us Part Two gameplay. The key word there is gameplay. Yeah. I I don't know. I think there could be a chance, but at the same time, maybe not. Well, they said that that's going to be one of the big four as well. So The Last of Us 2 is going to be there in some capacity. And uh, I want to say on the official, uh, the PlayStation Blogcast podcast, um, Sean Layden said that they're gonna, you're, we're going to get deep dives of the big four. The big four being Spider-Man, Days Gone, Last of Us 2, and Death Stranding. Yeah. So in my mind, that says release dates and gameplay. Maybe not for all four, but I think each one of them is going to have one of those two things, if not both. And so I, we've already seen the dark hate trailer for um, The Last of Us Part Two. We saw the teaser with Joel and Ellie. I mean, logically, gameplay is the next, in my opinion. That's a pretty safe bet as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so far, on the first fake, potentially fake news E3 press conference sheet, PlayStation game mashup, Days Gone launch trailer, Last of Us gameplay. Those are three safe bets. This right here is where things get a little exciting and potentially a little less believable. A Splinter Cell Apocalypse trailer. But what if? What if it does happen? <laughs> what if? Um, I do believe Splinter Cell is going to be announced at E3. I hope out of if I had to pick five games that I wanted to hear about, Splinter Cell is in that Fay Five. Um, yeah. I'm playing. I just like I said, I'm playing a Splinter Cell game right now just to get because I'm getting excited for it. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, it, the fact that it's called Apocalypse on this list, um, that would be cool. I don't know what you, I mean, because you've had Splinter Cell, you had Chaos Theory, Pandora's, Pandora Tomorrow, or Pandora, whatever. Um, you had Double Agent, you had um, just Splinter Cell, you had Conviction and Blacklist. So Apocalypse could be, there's a threat of like a nuclear holocaust or something like that. Yeah. You know, and Sam Fisher's got to get back in his gear and go stop it. So um, I do believe Splinter Cell is a trailer. Typically, um, the Splinter Cell franchise has uh, leaned more Microsoft. Um, Conviction was an exclusive, which was by far the best uh, Splinter Cell game to date, in my opinion. Um, so I really think that that's going to be more of a Microsoft joint. I kind of hope that it's a Microsoft joint, yeah. only because I, I really want Microsoft to have a strong press conference this year. I, I think they are. They're going to have a good I f- one. I feel like this year's theirs to lose, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like PlayStation's already come out and tempered expectations. They booked less theaters. Um, they have already said they're, we're focusing on four games. There's going to be third-party third part announcements, but four games are a big, big focus this year. They've already kind of set the stage to be, um, kind like, of hold your mellow. horses a little bit. Yeah, like, we're not, going, we're not coming out swinging. This isn't the year of dreams. So... In my opinion, with Microsoft needing the exclusive content the most and really needing to set this, like last year they focused on hardware and then they, they did a shotgun barrage of indie games. Like this year's Microsoft's year, in my opinion, like they, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So that's why I say it's theirs to lose. So if I was a betting man, I'd say Splinter Cell is going to be on the Microsoft stage. Yeah. Um, still safe bet though. Yeah, it's definitely, it's been way past due. Yeah, and I mean, that's a day one pre-order, like, statue, um, specialist of specialist editions. Yeah. I, I'm not really a big Splinter Cell fan. That's only because I haven't played any, really. Yeah, I think that since you, you like, um, Ghost Recon, and you've played a lot of the, the latter uh, UB games, um, Splinter Cell is a very polished version of those yeah. with stealth mechanics. Um, well, when I say I haven't played any, I haven't beaten any. I've started a few and don't know why I didn't finish them. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, via backwards compatibility or, you know what I'm saying, remasters, we'll get some of these old Splinter Cell games up to date. I feel like Conviction is back compat on Xbox One. And that's probably, it might even be on Steam as well, or, oh, or, or PC. Everything's on Steam now. So, I mean, there's, there, you could get access to them. I recommend them. I really do. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the next one up has been heavily rumored, and the rumor was it was supposed to be shown at PSX this past year, but Devil May Cry 5. <sighs> I mean, I think this is a, a no-brainer. Um, I think that it's... Uh, you know, it could go either way, Microsoft or Sony. Yeah. I do feel like that um, Sony and uh, PlayStation have a really, really strong relationship. Um, but, did I say Sony and PlayStation? Sony and PlayStation. Yeah, Sony and Capcom, excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Sony and PlayStation have got a great relationship because they are, uh, you know, kind of all together. Um, but yeah, Sony and, excuse me, Capcom have a great relationship. Uh, and I could really see it showing up on the stage, but again, I really feel like this is another one of those 
um, games that Microsoft needs to scoop. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, they did the uh, they did the timed exclusive with uh, the Dead Rising, and they've had Dead Rising's kind of been the a Microsoft focused game. Yeah. So, and I think I think it was said recently. Um, Phil Spencer said that he'd been uh, in Japan meeting with devs and stuff like that, and 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 publishers. So I'm hoping that you know they come out and say, "Hey, Devil May Cry." Again, I hope this is a Microsoft uh, a game, but I could see it be on either side. You know, yeah. You've got the you've got a, the Street Fighter Resident Evil relationship with Sony. You've got the um, Dead Rising relationship with um, Microsoft, and it could be that Devil May Cry is the next thing that they also try to get at least a marketing deal with, or at least show it on their stage. Yeah, not saying be exclusive or anything like that. Um, another game that's already been said to come out, or at least be announced this year. I feel like it's coming out this year. Uh, Yakuza Two Kiwami. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm that's pretty that's sure happening. they said that, or they've hinted at it. Yeah, I know because I know Yakuza Kiwami already came out, which is a remaster of Yakuza One. Yeah. Yakuza Zero came out. Yakuza Six just came out. Uh, Yakuza Three, Four, and Five just got announced to be coming to PS4 in Japan. So, and I want to say it's already been announced. Sega's already said that Yakuza 2 Kiwami is, or the remaster of the second game, is coming out this year. So, this one, I just don't see it on the PlayStation stage. I don't remember if we've, I don't remember them ever showing a Yakuza game at E3. I know on PSX they've talked about Yakuza. Um, I mean, if they want to push it, they, they should show it. I mean, uh, Yakuza's get just seems like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I actually picked up Kiwami, the Steelbook Edition, and haven't played it yet. Yeah, it looks really cool. I've got four and five on the PS3, and I played one of them for a little while, and it was pretty cool because I picked up a bicycle and beat up a bunch of guys in the streets of Japan with it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I never really, I didn't really dig into it. It was one of those games that I played on the podcast years ago. Yeah. So, next on the list is Shenmue 3 gameplay. Um, I don't believe I, it. I think that's a yes. I think that, that this will be the follow-up to the Kickstarter announcement from a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, that it, the game just got delayed into next year. And I think, I want to say that the remaster of 2 and, or 1 and 2, or the re- is it a full remaster, or is it just the up-res version? I want to say they might just be up-res versions. I feel like that, that's correct. I feel like that's right. But it I, makes either way, sense. I mean, I could see in between two bigger titles, you know, or, or, or maybe even right before, or, or right after they say, Shenmue 3, they also put a little advertisement up on the screen for, you know, the date for when 1 and 2's remasters will be out or whatever. Yeah. Um, if they like money, they will. I mean, from the way that theater acted, whenever we saw them show the the tr- the preview or teaser for Shimu Three, the announcement, yeah, like there are dudes falling down out of their seats, screaming. So, yeah, that was a bit much. The bad thing is that year there were so many times where people fell over. I'm just like, geez, you guys get it together. And then they showed Nerds. they showed Resident Evil Seven, and I'm on the ground. um the next thing on the list is a uh play ps2 and ps3 games on ps4 trailer get that crap out of here that ain't ain't real uh that can't be real 
as much it, it can't be real because I want it to be real. Everybody wants I, it to be real. I've been saying for for a while now that I do believe that if not by PS4 time, by PS5 time, all of our digital content will be playable in the PlayStation family. So I always tell you guys, download all, or at least redeem all of the free games, even if you don't want to play them, because one day, you're going to have this massive library. Um, I don't know that that's going to happen, but man, it would be really nice if they came out and said, hey guys, remember last year, or the year before last, whenever we told you to hashtag PS2 to PS4 games, we're going to compile a list. And we put out 30 random games and there's no rhyme or reason to it. And we didn't even put out all the ones that you really, really wanted. Well, here's a big giant dump. Or here's the roadmap we're going to do over the next few PlayStation 2 games. And while we're at it, we're putting PS3 games. Oh, yeah. You remember PS Now? Well, we're going to drop the price of that. And all the PS2, PS3, PS4 games are going to be on there. You make it too much sense. Stop it. That, I, I mean, I just got a little, went a little cross-eyed because that's just so much goodness in one... In, in, in one lump sum. And, and this is a conversation I want to have one day. Not today. But I want to go ahead and put the little plug in there. Because any of the listeners that have experienced this stuff, I want you to, to, to chime in. You know, the big push right now for Xbox is Game Pass. $10 a month. We're going to add our first party lineup to it. Recycling a bunch of stuff. But every podcast I listen to, especially the Xbox ones, everybody's like screaming about how good Game Pass is. I'm like, wait a minute. You get 100 games. Ten dollars a month, and you have to wait to play them until you download them. Okay, but PlayStation offers for twenty dollars a month. Sometimes it's ten dollars a month, depending on the, the whatever holidays going on. For twenty dollars a month, there's over six hundred games, and you stream them, so you play them instantly. But a lot of people don't have good internet to stream. Tr- true, and the difference between streaming Netflix and streaming a video game is a big difference. I get oh, it. Oh yeah, and data caps. And, you know, latency, all that stuff. But I'm just thinking, you know, I'd like to get into the nitty-gritty one day. I'd like for us to actually both experience, like, like I'd like for us to do a homework assignment. And the listeners, too. Like, I'd love for feedback. Maybe one week we'll, we'll both do, we'll do a little PS Now, do a little, little, little Game Pass. And then we'll come together and have a conversation over the service and break it down. Because they're only getting bigger. You know, Game Pass is only getting bigger and better. Uh, PlayStation Now is not slowing down. And there's 600 freaking games on there. Like, that, like that is a astronomical list. That's a lot of games. Yeah, it is. You know? Like, it's like, oh my gosh, what do I want to play today? Uh, well, there's 600 titles to choose from. So, anyways, I don't, th- I don't believe that playing PS2 and PS3 games on your PS4 is going to be said this year. Although, I would be... I would that would win E three for me if they said that they had a, a plan and it was gonna it was gonna make sense and yeah. they were moving forward with it that would be that would win E three for me I, I just I like that kind of stuff. Um, next on the list is the Death Stranding trailer. Again, yeah. that's happening. It's gonna be a weird trailer. We're all gonna scratch our heads and go, "What the freak? What is and this? Why it, is it happening?" And then when it's all said and done, the game's gonna come out and we're not gonna know what the game's about and it's gonna be great. But we're already play- playing it, apparently. Apparently, we're already playing the game. So, um, the next thing on the list is Hideo Kojima plays Death Stranding. Um, I don't see that happening. That's such a weird prediction. Like it, it's it's so weird and random. Like, why? PlayStation has moved away from 
the the developers getting on stage and playing games like it's been three years now like we saw what was it a couple years ago maybe last year we did see somebody in the background playing god of war yeah just to show that that was somebody playing it, it wasn't a trailer yeah you know but it was like like they got rid of the, it, it's been since no man's sky like four years ago that's probably that's why so, that, that somebody's gotten on stage and actually played a game on the PlayStation stage. So now, now Microsoft still does that. So this is where I start. I see this list and I go, this can't be legit because PlayStation's gotten away from that. Um, the next thing I feel like makes too much sense to be true is the Resident Evil 2 remake gameplay. Like they have, it, we're, we're talking three years now, not a word. You know, all these little rumors are starting to come out about the perspective of the game. And, you know, I'm saying that they've overhauled or upgraded the Resident Evil engine that they made Resident Evil 7 with. So that Resident Evil 2 is going to be the best looking game Capcom's put out yet. We'll see. I just, you know, I'm not hearing anything. And what I am hearing, I don't know that I believe. Yeah. So if Resident Evil 2 Remake comes out and gets shown, It'll win E3 for me, you know, like that's, that's a no brainer. That'll be the greatest moment for me as a fan, unless it's a total turd, which even then I probably wouldn't admit it. I'd probably still say it's great. Yeah, you would. Again, and they could show a logo and I'm going to walk away from E3 going, this is the greatest E3 ever. (laughs) (laughs) They showed a logo of Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, I wanted it to happen. It's been way too long. Yeah, he said a couple three years, years ago, dude, man, yeah, even been, came out on stage said, "We do it, we do it." <laughs> I don't know what we do, but we do it. Um, well, it was like a couple years ago, whenever uh, Nick and I went to um, uh, went to E3 together, freaking, we're sitting down and they show the Resident Evil Seven VR thing, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's so freaking cool!" And then right after that, they show Batman, and so I'm a huge Resident Evil nerd. He's a huge Batman nerd, and so both of us are freaking having nerdgasms. Yeah, it was like it was it was great. So that sounds this, nasty. It was nasty, actually. It was disgusting. We had to change our pants afterwards. Uh, next on the list is Vanquish Two. Hmm. Yeah, that's like a Rage Two kind of obscure. You know, like uh And uh, uh, I again, the big speculation is that uh, Phil Spencer went and snagged Vanquish Two, um, from Platinum to make up for the whole uh. The whole dragon game, Scalebound? Yeah. So we'll see. <sighs> I'm still upset that game never came out. I don't... Uh, me too. I, I, I it thought it was so going to be cool, pretty cool. Dude. I, I, hope that it, I hope they revamp it and say, okay, we're going to try again. We do it. Alright, um, alright, guys. Let's scrap it. Start over. Yeah, we're going to call it lose, Scalehound. Lose the headphones. Yeah, lose the beats. We can't. Maybe that's why I got canceled. They couldn't afford yeah. the rights to <laughs> Beats by Dre. Oh, wait, didn't somebody buy the Beats from Dre? Now they're just like, Beats? Yeah, I think so. Beats me. <laughs> um, I don't Ooh. see Vanquish 2 coming out on the PlayStation stage. Like, that to me is a 0% chance. It'd be cool if it did. It would be cool. It, I mean, it'd be awesome to have a Vanquish 2. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Uh, one can dream. Um, next on the list is Spyro Reignited launch trailer and gameplay. 
That's a big duh. Well, that we've already seen all that too. So yeah, but I, why not? I, I mean, I'm not saying over again. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta have some breaks in there from all the serious games and the uh, more mature games. So I do feel like that Spyro has a place on that stage. Um, and I do feel like you know he won't be alone. I feel like Spyro. I think Medieval will get shown again, even though that's not on this list. Um, it's maybe the, the next the big thing. It's on the other list. Yeah. So uh, next up is Kingdom Hearts three. That's happening. I don't I know if it's it. happening to PlayStation, but that's happening. So Square said it's happening. Matter of fact, D twenty three the Saturday before. Is it D twenty three? No, it's uh, it's the uh. Not D23, geez, what was, uh, it's the little musical, the, the Kingdom Hearts thing that they do. Oh, yeah, the orchestra. Oh, Fan Fest, the orchestra, yeah. Yeah. So, they're, um, I got a feeling it's gonna, they're gonna show it there. Nah. And again, that's another one that I don't, I don't see it showing up on the PlayStation stage, but I do feel like that would be a really good time for Phil Spencer to open up that Microsoft piggy bank. And say, hey, Kingdom Hearts 3, let's show you on our stage. By the way, let's also get the remasters of 1.5, 2.5, so that the Xbox audience can play the games before 3 comes out. You'd think that'd make a lot of sense, but... Anyway, it, it, in a perfect world, this is, these are the things that make sense. Some of, these, uh, some of these things on this list are better suited for a better Microsoft conference, in my opinion. But what do I know? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think that would ever happen. It's mainly that, that game's been with PlayStation for so long. Agreed. But this is weird that three's coming out on Xbone and the others are not. Yeah, you don't hear about it coming on Xbox. True, it might not, and you never know. <laughs> they might say, "Oh, we well, got ten more years to be back." That hey. It's not out yet, so it, anything can happen. Yeah. Next on the list is Beyond Good and Evil Gameplay. Considering they even started working on that game. I, I feel I like mean, they've worked see... on it. They started last right. year. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, I feel like we're going to see something at E3. I just don't think that's a PlayStation game. I don't think that's a PlayStation E3 game. No. Because it's not their game. That's a let me dream. That's a that's a what if. Um, so it's a Microsoft. That's a. I mean, that's something. I don't know. I mean, the fact that it's announced and it's a, it's and the first game's still in my backlog, so I don't even know. Like that's one of those games that people rave about, but I haven't even played it yet. Yeah, so the fact like Half Life One and Two. Yeah, which I've I've played Half Life Two. I've played Half Life One. I beat Half Life Two. I've never. I haven't touched them. They're good. The um, Half Life Two is really good. Um, I actually beat that in my wife's apartment while she was in college. Um, on a old tube TV with my Xbox 360. Nice. Yep. Uh, next up is Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake. It's not happening. It's not going to happen on anybody else's stage. Let's just move right on, right along. Yeah, I don't see that happening at all, especially that one game by itself. When Konami has put out the Metal Gear Solid HD Collection on PS3, and then they have the Metal Gear Legacy, I think that's what it is, Legacy Collection, where it's every single Metal Gear game 
like one through four, um, Peace Walker, the Metal Gear One, Metal Gear Two, like the solids, all that stuff. Like it's like it's like a game, VR missions, all that stuff. Like, sure, could they put all of them on PS4? Yeah, but not three by itself. You don't put two collections out where three has been part of it. The Vita, for example, has the HD collection of two and three. So if you, I mean, it does say a remake on here, but but why just that one? I, I mean, sure, Snake Eater is regarded as one of the best ones, but I feel like if there's gonna be a remake, it's gonna be a remake of one. Yeah. Even though there's already been other remakes of one. So. I, I mean, personally, if, if you're putting Metal Gear in, in remake anything, collection, it just needs to be a collection. And it needs to be every single game. Yeah, 4, one, de- one four definitely needs to be able to get off PS3. Yep. So, uh, I mean, everything else is jumping to, to current gen. Yeah. And we've had m- so many remakes and ports and all that stuff, which is fine. Because I love that my PlayStation 4 is the, is the main place to play. I mean, I'm, I got prototype, the first prototype game brought right now. And I beat that game on Xbox 360 and loved it. It's, it's a hack and slash button master for me right now. Um, yeah, that was a fantastic game. Oh, dude, I loved it. I loved the second one. Like, I just I think these are great games. Um, so I'm all for some ports and some remakes and collections and whatever. But... um. I just feel like three by itself, that's not, to me, it doesn't make any sense. That just, yeah, that no. doesn't make sense. You know, people, people are more hungry for like the first and mainly the first one. Yeah. Mainly the first game. I mean, if you modern day version of the first game with that Fox engine, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'd play it again. Oh my God. I would. I love the first game. Honestly, um, that's like the only one I've beaten. I've beaten the first, I've beaten one, two, three. I feel like I've beaten four, but I know that I started it over when the trophy patch came out. Um, and I didn't beat five, but I just downloaded it again to try it to start it over. Yeah, I need to. So, I need to finish that one, or actually, I need to start it and then finish it. Yeah, I mean, it's a neat game. I enjoyed it. It's very. It plays extremely well. Yep. So uh, next up on the list, Marvel's Spider-Man new gameplay and trailer. Um, sure. We've yeah. just had a, we, I mean, they're going to talk about it. They already said they were, we had a month of coverage from Game Informer. So for me, I mean, I know Spider-Man's a big deal in general, and this game is obviously good because they're making a big deal about it. Um, so more Spider-Man's fine. I, I don't know that I'll ever get tired of Spider-Man. I live in a house full of Spider-Man lovers where Spider-Man is always on the TV I bought my son another set of Spider-Man shoes today. Um, Spider-Man's a big deal in my house. So, you know, you want to show me more Spider-Man? Sure. I, what I want to see more than anything is if that PS4 Pro is legit because I've already gotten the blessings from the wife that if they put out a Spider-Man console, we have to buy it. Like, it's just like a no-brainer. Yeah, especially if you... You, you got to get the kids in on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, if they see it, then they, you have to get it. Oh, my wife, did, I mean, I told her it was the thing that I'm waiting on. She was actually upset that I didn't get the collector's edition. You know, she was like, why don't you go ahead and buy that? And I was like, well, I was waiting to see about the console. And then they told me I couldn't pre-order it anymore. So now I got to go to Amazon, old Amazon for that one. Yeah, hopefully they still got some. Eh, we'll see. I mean, if I don't get it, I don't get it. I want the, I want the console. If that console is legit, that's what I want. 
Dude, yeah. A giant Spider-Man PlayStation. A, did they have a picture of it out? They did. I mean, you could probably Google it. I don't have it anymore. Okay. Um, I'll look into I'm, it. I actually, bit. it might be in the annals of my phone somewhere. I'll check. Mm, I'll check once we're done with this. Uh, last on the list is the Final Fantasy VII remake launch trailer. Get out of yeah, here. Right. Yeah, this is this is where the list just goes spiraling out of control. No way. Just like Resident Evil remake and that that's not yeah. gonna happen. Yep, that's not gonna happen. So that is the first list that went viral on the old interwebs. And then the next one um has even more it's got more detail. And honestly, this list right here, if this list was legit, the second list we're about to read right now. If this was legit, I would stroke out and die. It's just so good. Don't do that. All right. First on the list, a Ghost of Tsushima demo, which actually I need to walk that back. I said earlier they were talking about the big four. Ghost of Tsushima, not Spider-Man. That was the fourth one. Yeah. I said Spider-Man earlier because I had Spider-Man on the brain. Yeah. But it's... um. It's The Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Death Stranding, and Days Gone. Gotcha. Those are the big four they're focusing on. Um, so anyways, yes, that's happening. It says on here, demo. I'm sure it's going to be more than a, tra- than a regular trailer. Um, we're supposed to be getting deep dives on it. So I would imagine we'd see a little bit of gameplay. But we're going to know more of what Ghost of Tsushima is. Yeah, I I'm really excited for that. It just looks so cool. So yeah, like, I mean, because it yeah. we don't get that very many like very many games like that. And so I've I'm, got like, I'm just um, excited to see more of it, an actual gameplay of it. Yeah, I've got lots of um, Sucker Punch Platinums, so uh, I'm down to platinum another one of their games. Yeah, me too. I only got one, but I haven't really gone back and tried to get the other ones. I've got um the platinum for Infamous Two, platinum for Second Son, the platinum for First Light, and I started the first Infamous game, but I I just hadn't gone back to finish it. Me neither. So I will. Actually, I think I beat the first one and the second one, but I just I didn't get the platinums for them. They're fun. Oh yeah, I love them. They're fun games. All right, it's just, I think on. it was all like all the little shards and stuff you got to pick up. I yeah, was like, eh. it's got that open world collectible syndrome. Yeah, you, you got to go get all the bull craps. All right, next up on this list uh, is Medieval, which we already talked about. I do believe that's going to be there. Um, they showed it at uh, PSX. I think that that will be on this list one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I want to. I'm excited for that because I had, wanted to play it when I was growing up. I just, for whatever reason, didn't. I played them, but I never really enjoyed them, uh, or at least one of them. But like with with uh, Sir Daniel being in the PlayStation All Star Battle Royale, that was my oldest son's like favorite character to use. So whenever they announced this game, he was like, "Oh man, I want to play that." <laughs> That's cool. The next game on the list is the PlayStation Party VR mode. Um, oh, sure. Boy. I don't know what that... I mean, sure. <laughs> There's going to be VR games, so... What do you think? 
Yeah, that's a safe bet. Be cool to see what it is. I mean, if it's a thing, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I don't VR party games. I mean, it would be I, something neat and different, probably. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't have VR yet because I'm uh I get sick. I'm a I'm a poo. So. Yeah, I don't have enough room for VR anything. Um, well, with the way that I've got my room so cluttered up, messy right now, I don't have room for anything either. Yeah. I mean, I could make room, but yeah, nah. Next on the list, we got Spyro Reignited Trilogy. That's happening. We've both we both agree that's yeah. happening. Um, I'm really excited for that one. I'm excited I'm more, too, man. I think I'm more excited for that one than I was for Crash. Um, well, I think my kids are more excited for Spyro as well because Spyro's in Skylanders and they love Skylanders. Yeah. And then Netflix has the Skylanders show when Spyro's like the main character in it. Yeah. So it's really like, like they've, they've got a lot going with Spyro if they, if they continue to capitalize with it. Yeah. I, I think that's how they're going to kind of market it. Or that's, I think that's the way they should. Shoot, yeah. I mean, the shoot, way, put out a, the way it all started. Yep. Um, next on the list, Spire, it says Spider-Man with a VR mode. Um, it makes sense. That should be pretty cool. I mean, I, a web slinging in VR? Sure. I mean, <laughs> I don't see why you wouldn't try it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that would just be such a cool experience to play. And, and that might be the way that the smartest way to introduce Spider-Man onto the set this year because you've already showed so much of it. And like I said, they showed so much with Game Informer. Maybe that's the way they do it, man. They say, hey, more Spider-Man, but not just another demo. You're going to be able to do Spider-Man web sling in VR so you can throw up while hanging from a building. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's I, I want to see that. If, if, that's a, if that's a real thing... That might push me to get a PSVR. I would like to try it, but I'm such a poo, and I get sick so easy. I know web slinging would kill me. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'd still want to try it. And I can imagine my youngest just crapping his pants. Oh, yeah, he would freak out. Or he is, he is going to freak out if it does oh. that. Oh, my gosh. The funniest thing, <laughs> the other day, we were in the cabins uh, up in the mountains, and... um. He he was doing his little Spider Man hands and pretending to shoot webs at us. Yeah. So when my wife was laying on the couch, she leans over and says pss, 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 and shoots web at him. <laughs> and he he he's three, so he's going through these emotional phases. And he like freak like he he like jerks his body and gets mad and goes oh, oh, like like, like get all grumpy with her. Yeah. And it it looked like he reacted as if he actually got hit with webs. <laughs> And he didn't want her pretend shooting him. He just wanted to pretend shoot her. Yeah. So naturally, like any good mom does, she kept shooting webs at him. <laughs> it was like he. It was like he was getting punched by an invisible man. <laughs> That's it funny. Um, next on the list, uh, Shenmue Three. Again, I, I feel like that's a very safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna see some uh, some walking around and getting on forklifts in Shenmue. Yeah, I haven't played any of those, so I'm really not like overexcited about it. But it looks cool. I looks again, good. I've never played any of the Shimu games. Um, 
So I'm glad they exist for people that want them, but thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Uh, again, Resident Evil Remake 2 is on this list as well. It says a trailer plus VR mode. Uh, I feel like with Resident Evil 7 having such a heavy focus and accessibility with VR, I feel like you would be uh, crazy not to play, or not to put something in VR in Resident Evil 2. Um, there's already stuff online where you could take VR, uh, excuse me, tours of um, the RPD from Resident Evil 2. Uh, like uh, Cryhorn is one of the um, developers that have made that. Uh, so I do see where this cause is easily, easily possible. And again, this is another reason for me to want VR. Is with Resident Evil. You know? Yeah. If you could, if I could do a PS VR tour of the RPD in Resident Evil Two, I think I could justify spending the money. Just for that. Yeah. It seems like that'd be a pretty cool way of doing it. That would basically be Disney World for me. It could be just a little, hey, it is coming. It's taking a little longer, but here's something we've been working on. You know, it's like, just until the game comes out, we got you a little something to hold you over. I'll do it. I'd buy buy the bullet. Uh, On this second list right here, again, Devil May Cry 5. Um, It seems like if nothing else, all of the rumor starters are pretty excited about the possibility of Devil May Cry 5. I think that's going to be a legit thing. I mean, I wouldn't bet against it, that's for sure. <laughs> um, next on the list, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, says we're mm. going to see a demo. I don't know. Again, I'm not convinced on that one. It's suspect. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, also suspect. Yeah, I still don't believe that game's ever going to come out. Now, this is where the list picks up, all right? So this is, again, we're on the second um, potentially fake news leaked list from E3. Um, Bioshock Resurgence with a PSVR mode. That would be trippy. I mean, that, welcome to the circus of value. Bioshock 1, anybody? Nothing? No, unfortunately, I've only played Infinite. Oh man, where's Frosty at when you need him? Yeah, he would he would have totally bit that one. I know what it's uh, from. It's just the vending machines where you get your power ups and stuff. Every time you go to a vending machine, the little man says, "Welcome to the circus of you. <laughs> I want to yep. say it says that in the Infinite. In Infinite? Yeah, I, I could be know. wrong. I own Infinite. I've said this on the show many times before, physically and digitally. And have not played it because Bioshock 2 was not my favorite. I did not enjoy Bioshock 2. Um, so I, did, I, owned, I didn't play Infinite because of that. I just own it and haven't gotten to it. And I hear it's great. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. It's a really good story. I don't know Pretty how the big. other ones stack up, but... First one was great. I beat the first one twice. I beat it on 360 and PS3. Um... The uh, as far uh, truth be told, I'm bitter because Bioshock never came out on the Vita. Yeah, fair Kevin enough. Kevin Levine stood on stage holding a Vita with Bioshock on it, but I I never got that game. So truth be told, Infinite hangs in limbo because I'm bitter. Well, that's dumb. You should play. Yep. 
I do dumb things sometimes. And speaking of dumb things, Bloodborne 2. I'm just going to stop the recording and... <laughs> Go clean yourself up? Yeah, no. no you insulted uh, me? <laughs> I want this to be true, but I doubt it's going to happen. What needs to happen is, um, during the Sony's conference, all of us need to be streaming us watching it. So you can see or, our disappointments? So you can either see the disappointment in our eyes or see our faces whenever uh, our favorite games get announced. Because I feel like one of the two is going to happen. We're either going to get a Resident Evil 2 remake or Bloodborne 2. I don't see us getting both, and I don't see us getting neither. One of the two's got to happen. Watch, we're going to get neither. Won't be the first time. Yeah. A true Sony exclusive. <laughs> Spider-Man. Which is great. I mean, that's a true Sony exclusive. No. So. Next on the list is Death Stranding. Of course, we know that's going to be there. Um, next on the list after that, Last of Us 2. Again, we know that's going to be there. Um, the last two, and these are cool. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds coming to PS4. Yeah, I believe that one. I mean, I haven't heard anything else lately about it. So I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I mean, yeah. uh, PlayStation did just get a, the H1Z1 Battle Royale. Yeah, the one that technically PUBG ripped off. Yep, I mean, everybody rips off everybody. Not to mention, it was actually uh, the guys who made PUBG was working on that game. Ah. But didn't like how like some they had like creative differences, so he didn't like how the direction it was going, so he's like, screw this. F you guys, I made my own game. F you, you want to make more a more successful game. And then Epic's like, F you, we make our game and make more money. And it's free. And it's making billions of dollars. Yeah. It's insane. So, yep. And then last but not least on this second potentially fake news list, SOCOM Coalition. That's completely out of nowhere. Dude, that's so far out of nowhere that I think it's going to happen. I'd be okay with it. I mean, I think that, like, that's got to happen. In a world where squad-based shooters is the thing, like, this is the king of squad-based shooters oh, yeah. from back in the day. Dude, I love SoCon so games. They're so effing hard. Like, that is the legit one-shot-you're-dead. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't played a SOCOM game in a long time, brother, and I would love a modern-day SOCOM. Yeah, I think the last one I played was on PSP. I uh, played that one. I feel like PS2. I, I, I might have played the PS3 one, but I feel like that was like really online dependent. I might have played that when I got my first PS3. I'd, yeah. Either way, basically, you get shot, you're dead. That sounds about right. Um. So, anyways... That right there is our official topic for this week. Um, the scoops on the uh, the leaked lineups. What do we think? Uh, I think overall, m almost everything on there is possible. Between the yeah. two lists, I do feel like you know fifty percent is conservative. I'm going to go as far as say seventy five percent of those of those two lists are going to be shown in some capacity. I don't necessarily believe that it's a Sony stick. I think that a lot of that stuff makes more sense on Microsoft stage. Um, 
Some of it does. Yeah, and I do I do feel like there's going to be two things that they're going to be in the conference, or maybe the conference pre-show, that are not on there. Another uh, More PlayLink games. I don't feel like they're done with PlayLink yet. Um, it'd, be, it'd be dumb for them to just drop that. Right, which they do. I mean, the Sony, they, they, they kind of drop stuff. Yeah, like the Vita. <sighs> Drop it hard. RIP, baby. Um, so, and then the, more VR stuff. I feel like there's going to be a montage of VR. I feel like, sure, some of those games have, might have VR modes, but, um, you know, I feel like there's some stuff that just is, there's going to be more VR. There's going to be another Moss style game. There's going to be, you know what I'm saying? So another like final, an actual game. Right. Some experience. Right. There's going to be another Final Fantasy DLC where you look at weird stuff with your VR headset. That whole fishing one seems pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of the, that a lot of stuff looks cool. Yeah. Uh, again, if I didn't get motion sick so easy, I think VR in general would be cool to have. Yeah. So. Yeah, because like the fishing in act- like the actual Final Fantasy 15, I thought that was going to be really dumb. But I had to spend like an hour or two fishing just to level up, like level up like the survival skill. It was a lot of fun. Heck yeah. So, now, what if they had old Greg fishing in VR? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be what are you doing in easy waters? Thing, the most obscure thing ever. <laughs> Not fishing. Why is your hook? Why is this hook attached to your hook? Uh, why is this hook attached to my head, mother Yeah, I'm glad if you all, finished. If- I'm glad you saved it. If only Josh was here. He could old Greg us to death. I'm old Greg. I'm old Greg. All right, so that wraps up. <laughs> Take a look at my downstairs mix-up. Um, that wraps up this week's official topic. If you listen to the show and you have any feedback, um, write into us. Go to our Facebook group, uh, Loot Bros Podcast, or hit us up on the Gmail, LootBrosPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you want to see at E3. I know we've already taught E3, but I mean, every podcast is talking E3. That's the biggest thing coming right now. We're all excited. There's leaks for days. You can't go. I mean, this week alone, we went from having a bunch of leaks to just straight up bombshell announcements from Rage 2 get, getting leaked to Fallout 76 being announced to uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, was it Odyssey? Yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey coming out. I mean, getting getting announced. I mean, it's like boom. Turn on your phone. Oh, the two Pokemon games. Hey, you, or is it one Pokemon game? Hey, it's, you Pikachu. Hey, let's you go Eevee. Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. There you go. I mean, so much stuff so fast. I mean, games on games on games. Um, so that wraps up the this week's official topic, and we're gonna go straight into the community questions. All so right. we each week go to the Facebook group. Uh, which is where we like to congregate. We got a lot of really great folks in there. A lot of good conversations. A lot of funny memes. Um, and Simon uh, writes in with this question. He says, which upcoming games are you most looking forward to? Um, Spider-Man, Days Gone, Last of Us 2, or Red Dead 2? So out of those games. Out of those games, which ones are you most looking forward to? Oh, goodness. Definitely Last of Us 2, and probably Days Gone. 
I think Spider-Man and Days Gone. I think Days Gone, for me personally, is my most, in, I'm the most anticipating that one the most. I'm looking forward to that one the most. Yeah. Um, just because that was going to be different. And the the freakers and the pileup, you know, and the amount of zombies on sta- on screen, the zombie bear. Um, yeah, the zombie bear is pretty cool looking. Yeah, there's going to be some stuff in that game that you just don't see in other games. And I'm sitting back right now, like I said, playing through Uncharted uh, Golden Abyss, which is a Sony Ben game. And there's a lot of love in that game. Those oh, yeah. are some talented guys. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, re- I really would like another siphon filter, but, you know, Days Gone seems really cool. Heck yeah. Um, and, yeah, of course, Spider-Man, I watched, um, this house is built on Spider-Man. Yeah. I watched a little bit of um, that Days Gone coverage that Game Informer did. Yep. That game just looks so good. It really does. It really looks good. Like, I watched the uh, little thing where they were trying to like destroy a hive or whatever it's called. Yeah. That, that looked pretty fun. And of course, they had to go in and nerf the grenades. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I so. I'm looking forward to it. Um. And the next part of the question uh, from Simon, it says, uh, which one do you think will most likely turn out to be a flop? Hmm. Probably Days Gone. <laughs> I think... Oh, no. It's either going to be Days Gone or Spider-Man. I think in, uh, in terms of... I think the one that has the most potential to be a flop is Days Gone. Yeah, for sure. I think Days Gone has the most to lose out of all these games. I feel like Spider-Man is a given. Even bad Spider-Man games sell well. Um, I own tons of Spider-Man games that are just, they're very mediocre. They score mediocre. But like, if you go into a store right now, go to GameStop right now, Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was a really, really terrible game. Yeah. Its used prices are still 20 and $30. And that game's been out for several years, um, and it's terrible. Uh, like the Spider-Man games hold their value, like as far as used value goes, because people buy them, um, and they sell well. Like any 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 po- website, any podcast that ha- associated with the website, they all say when Spider-Man videos hit the site, they do well. When Spider-Man guides hit the site, they do well. When they, when there's when the word Spider-Man is out there, there's traction because people like Spider-Man. And I feel like we're in a bit of a Spider-Man renaissance because, you know, people really like the new Spider-Man for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, I feel like it's a good time to be a Spider-Man fan. And I, I feel like this game... I feel like that game's going to do well whether it's good or not. Yeah. But I do feel like Sony's behind it because they know it's good. Because oh, yeah. you know how whenever... like when a, game, when a company like them has a game in development, they hire testers and they hire, like, they call mock reviews. Mm-hmm. I would imagine Spider-Man's getting mock reviews of nines and tens um, from the way they're pushing. Maybe. I, I can't imagine it doing any. I, I tell you this, I can't imagine it doing anything less than an eight. Oh yeah, for sure. The only the only way I can see it getting lower than that is if somebody's just just trying to be a douche. Yeah, I, I really feel like Sony's in this position now. Call me biased, but they're they're exclusive games. I don't see any of them scoring less than eight. Like they're just good. So they're, far, they haven't. 
their quality is on point right now and their momentum is through the roof like every game they drop like god of war was freaking awesome detroit has been awesome um I can't imagine any any three Spider-Man Days Gone and Last of Us Two being exclusives. I can't imagine any of them not being good. I do feel like The Last of Us Two is going to suffer a little bit. I feel like that the the conversations surrounding that game are already more negative than the first ones ever were. Yeah. Um, just because it seems like they're being more aggressive with their with that first trailer or whatever. We'll see what they do at E3 and see what the conversation is around there. Um, mm-hmm. Red Dead Two is going to make money. Because Red Dead One, it's Rockstar. I mean, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, you didn't even have, it's just Rockstar. Yeah, <laughs> there's no I explaining mean, it. There's they make good games. The quality, the bar's been set, and they will they will raise it again. Um, so I think out of that list right there, Simon, the the one who who has the most to lose and has is is Days Gone. I think it could be the biggest flop of the four but i think in terms of it, it's still going to do well i don't see with the way that they've positioned and they've got this game again when you do a month of coverage with game informer you're confident in your game oh yeah you're not putting a turd sandwich out there to do a month of coverage yeah. and listening to these developers talk on those podcasts i mean they just seem like down-to-earth guys who love the game they're making and I really, really enjoyed listening to them. And the 151 questions about Days Gone, I really liked that video. <laughs> like, I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's good. It, it's not long either, so uh, it's worth watching. Um, so, uh, next question. Jared, a uh, friend of the show, writes in and says, there's a lot of, quote, Sony press conferences being leaked lately. Uh, we just talked about two of them. Says, uh, we don't know if any are real. What rumors about the conference do you believe? Um, I'd have to say the one that I believe the most uh, out of all that stuff is SOCOM. I, I feel like it's the, it's the craziest one. And it's so crazy it could happen. I'm probably going to play it safe as hell and just pick Devil May Cry 5. Okay. Because they've been—they even had a rumor of it being announced at PSX last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So I guess if I was to answer his question, uh, truthfully and honestly, the one I, one I believe the most would be probably be Devil May Cry Five. I mean, I feel like that's a no-brainer because we know it's already—it's a thing. Uh, but which one do I believe based off of? Wow, that's wild, and that could totally happen. So crazy it could happen. So calm, hands yeah. down. I want it to happen. I mean, I want all of them to happen. I want E3 to be 10 hours long and it just be like, hey, every game that anyone likes, we're making it. Here we go. <laughs> what company do you want to make it? Because it's happening. Um, <laughs> next uh, question is, besides a successor to the greatest handheld console of all time, the PS Vita, what would you like Sony to show at E3? Oh, goodness, man. Bloodborne so aside, <laughs> aside, okay. Aside from the Vita two, you want to see Bloodborne two? Yes, that's the one thing I want them to show. They show that I'd be completely happy with that conference. I'll be honest. I've been trying to temper my expectations. I've been trying to hold my horses. Um, there, some, some, somewhere in between 
more PS2 titles to PS4 and Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah. And most specifically, I want the Resident Evil Outbreak File 1 and 2. I want those on PS4. Like, I like the PS2 to PS4, you know what I'm saying, idea. Because there's games that I love that I can't just go play right now. Yeah. And Outbreak File 1 and 2 are like the top of that list. So if I could, if I had one wish and it was, hey, Sony, this is what I want you to do. I would, I think I'd rather have the PS2 games, the PS2 Resident Evil games I want Mm -hmm. on PS4 more than the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Because the Resident Evil 2 remake, even though Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game of all time, I feel like you have a chance to screw that up. Yeah. Where, whereas if you port uh, Resident Evil 2 Outbreak File 1, Resident Evil, uh, excuse me, Resident Evil Outbreak File 1, Resident Evil Outbreak File 2, and then Resident Evil Dead Aim. Yeah. If you port those over, you can't screw those up. Those are already good games. Um, so I want to see the remake too, but I just, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical of, I'm scared they're going to do something weird. If they make it first person, I'm going to freaking gonna I'm gonna cry. I'm just going to cry. My kids will see me cry for the first time in their lives. Fair enough. Also, while we are at it, what do we want to see Microsoft and the other shows do? Oh, um, Lord. If, I, if I had to pick just one thing for Microsoft, um, it would be uh, bring back an old franchise uh, like Dino Crisis. I know it started off as a PlayStation exclusive, but that was they got Dino Crisis three. Um, I think that that would be a good get for them, especially since they've been working on that 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 uh, relationship with uh with uh, Capcom. Yeah. If I could, if I could just one thing from them, I'd say, hey, bring back Dino Crisis because it doesn't look like Sony. Is, I mean, excuse me, Sony. Uh, Capcom is specifically looking to reboot that franchise. Yeah. So. In my opinion, it, Microsoft needs needs stuff. What if they're like, hey, you know, let's uh, bring back Dino Crisis? That'd be pretty cool. But honestly, like, I have no affiliation with that game or like no yeah. feelings for it. But it'd be cool to see it because yep. I remember watching like some clips of it, and it looks awesome. Like it looked like it'd be a really fun game to try out. But it's yeah, probably right. just it's too old right now. See, like yeah be good resident evil plus jurassic park that's just what it is fair enough <laughs> sounds like it'd be a good one what about you tanner god all right. just one wild one for my for uh, microsoft they actually put an exclusive out <laughs> this year i like yeah. something for no, see, something I'm this serious. year i'm not not even trying to poke fun just like put something out that's exclusive besides Forza. Yeah. That's, it's, that's isn't it, cr- isn't it crazy that, that that's where we're at? Yeah, I say that knowing that Sea of Thieves just came out and uh, State of Decay State came Decay. out. But those aren't their big exclusives. They need yeah. their big ones back. Hell, I think it's too soon for ge- new gears, but me too. if they got it, man, put it out or something. I, I would really like to see a Halo Reach Remaster. Oh yeah, that that'd be it. That's the one. Because I feel like that would do well if they're like, "Hey, this is our game for the holiday. Um, we're a full 4K enhanced remaster of uh, Halo Reach." Yeah. Um, 
Because that's the only one of the Halo games that's not that's not re remastered or replayable. Because in the Master Chief Collection, you had one, two, three, and four, and ODST. Yeah. So you've already got Halo Five. You got Halo Wars, one and two already on the Xbox One. Um, I think one was just the uh, backwards compat, but still, I, th- I think Reach is backwards compatible. Yeah, I'm po- actually I'm positive it's back compat because my son and I play together. Either way, I feel like a big up-res version of Reach or Remaster or even a Reach Two, even though technically that's not possible. You know, something even, even if they just put a Halo side story. Yeah, that, just something something Halo that's good. Right, yeah, something that doesn't have lock in it. Fair enough. Although they infested a ton, uh, infested. Jeez, I can't talk tonight. They invested a ton in lock because I watched the, uh, I bought the Blu-ray of um, Halo Waypoint. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, Waypoint. Or no, Nightfall. Waypoint is the little uh, app, little bullcrap thing they got. Halo Nightfall, and that's got lock in it. Yeah, kind of gives them his backstory or whatever. It's, it's it's fine. It wasn't great. Like some of the acting is kind of meh. Yeah, but, uh, he was an okay character, but I think I remember people. I remember people saying that there was a lot of controversy with the Arbiter. Yeah, so like yeah. I think it was just a lot like of people that. overreacting. That wasn't justified, really. Well, I remember when Halo Two came out. I remember all that hype, all that hype, and then all of a sudden you had to be the Arbiter. Yeah, I remember not liking the Arbiter, and I all the thing the the best part about the Arbiter is the energy sword, you mm-hmm. know, like because that's the first time you got to use it. Well, I just recently played through Halo Two, not completely, but I mean I played through a bu- uh, over half the game, and I'm I got to the Arbiter part. I'm like, uh, oh uh, yeah, again, I here I am playing this game, and I don't like this section. Maybe it was just I designed bad. I mean, it's also that, like, there's something about Halo and being Master Chief that's important. Yeah. Or or being a Spartan in general, you know? Like, it's the type of guns you use. It's the type of combat you're in. Um, I mean, it's just something about, like, that that just, it feels good. It looks good. That's what I like about Halo. Um, So, you know. And even being locked, I didn't care to. I mean, I don't, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I. I get what you're saying. I was completely indifferent about being Locke. He was fine. But it was like, fine. Yeah, that was the thing. It wasn't great. It was just fine. But he's not chief. True. And that. I, and and I, yeah, that's kind of like we sat down and played through Halo, um, five in one sitting, like one sitting, one night, beat that game. Yeah. So no, that's not a Halo game. Shouldn't be one sitting like that. It it was just, for, to me the game was just lackluster in general. So lock was just a part of it. It was just a conversation. Yeah, dude. That so. I, I there's just so many little technical issues I didn't care for in the game, and like I just didn't think it was just executed well. Like there was a there was a potential for a really good story to be there. Right. But but, you, but that's the problem with most of these games that where they have these two superhuman you know characters and they they're like oh they're gonna feud like batman versus superman chris redfield versus uh leon and then Locke versus uh master chief like they just these build-ups just don't work out good yeah i don't i can't say nothing i can't say nothing to the 
whole Leon and Chris thing, but that one was a big one. They were pushing that hard in the trailers. They were, and it literally unfolds the exact same way that Chief and Locke does. Oh, like crap. they we have, have the same. We have a common goal. Let's help each other out now. Yes, it's like we have this. Here's the showdown. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh my gosh, we need to team up. I mean, it's the same thing as Batman vs Superman. It's like here we go. We're gonna fight. Uh, do you bleed? Blah blah. Ah, uh, here we go, Martha. Martha. Actually, <gasps> Batman and Superman actually had a real fight, whereas these other guys didn't. Yeah. So they didn't uh, have the same name. Their moms didn't have the same names. Right. <laughs> so, all right. Last question we got. It says, uh, um, "Remember that joke back in the day when you duct tape two game cubes together, uh, you get the Wii. How many Switch consoles will we have to tape together?" To make the greatness that is the PS Vita 2. This one's also from Jared. Um, I think that the answer is infinity squared. I don't know that there's enough Switch consoles in the universe to add up to the potential greatness of a Vita 2. Nah. It's, I don't think that's... No. I think, in my mind, the, the Vita 2 is technically perfect. So, you really right, can't... right, because it's not existing right now. You can't beat perfection. <laughs> like, if it's I can say... perfect the way it is. They can't release it and not support it. And crush <laughs> that's your right. You can't, you can't abandon something if you don't release it. So, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> they figured... I can just imagine the, the little dude with the finger up against his head. He's looking at the camera. Like, mm-hmm. You can't, you can't abandon a console if you don't release it. <laughs> so, uh, oh God. <laughs> well, that's the show this week, uh, ladies and germs. Uh, this has been the Loot Bros podcast. Um, again, if you uh, listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, or whatever weird uh, new name that these companies have decided to call their podcast applications or if you found us on a different app if you uh if you grab the feed uh and and you find it somewhere else um give us some feedback shoot us some reviews uh give us a, a like and a share um you know the only way this show grows is if the people who listen to it put it out there yeah. like i i can't tell enough people to listen to the show that i'm a part of because it just doesn't work that way um i can't go to enough podcast groups and promote myself promote you know people people aren't into that uh, what people are into is listeners of a show saying, hey, if you like this thing, you like this thing, check it out. So we would greatly appreciate if you guys would uh, take a little time uh, to share the show if you like it. If you don't like it, you know what I'm saying, take a big fat steamy dump on it and at least leave us a comment when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Tanner, you got anything going on, man? You going to be doing any streaming or anything you want to promote before we land the plane? Um, I don't have anything planned right now, but... Just keep an eye on my Twitch channel. I'm eventually going to be going live at uh, T-Bird803. So, and you can find me everywhere else at T-Bird803. Whenever it is not a smoldering one billion degrees uh, in this studio, I think I'm also going to stream a bit. I've been kind of getting the itch. Um, I, I really want to do some playthroughs on the Resident Evil games. Um, I don't know. I just I I keep thinking to myself, 
That'd be a really good time, a pimping good time, at least for me. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I do. I know my. I know it's about to be a battle though, because my son, he wants to do some streaming and make some videos. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. He's he's been playing No Man's Sky, man, and he really he's really digging it. And um, of course, between he likes survival games, so uh, No Man's Sky and uh, some Nautica, those are kind of his jams right now. Yeah. So you know, he was. He, or, or, I listened to him. I, I walked by the living room. And he's just saying, all right, guys, and this is my next video, blah, blah, Like, he sits there and has his, he, he's practicing his dialogue and what he's going to say. Um, and he's not even, there's no camera in there. Camera's in the studio. Hmm. So um, these are conversations we have, you know, where he wants to make videos and wants to do his thing. Um, so him and my daughter both. So it's, it's, it's going to happen soon. I can't. Uh, I'm, and my, we might even do a little video making tomorrow. They enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, other than that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one more last time, the Facebook group, uh, Loot Bros Podcast, and the Loot Bros uh, leaderboard on truetrophies.com. Uh, go and be a part of it. You know, even if, even if you're not a trophy hunter, you're not one of those people, you just never know. Sometimes when you're pl- having fun and you're playing through a game, you just pop trophies. Uh, and, you know, you, just your name being a part of that list and you... Uh, popping a few more trophies than the next guy might add a little to the competition. Um, and that kind of nah. stuff is uh, lots of fun. Shoot, it adds it for me and a couple of the other guys in there, I know for sure. Because the minute somebody gets a four or five trophy lead on you, are like, oh, no. Oh, no, you did. So, Yeah, I saw uh, JT wasn't on there. I know, man. He's, he, he's only have, he only had, uh, I want to say he had four trophies on this, this week. So, but he's he's playing some some big games. I think he's playing through one of the Final Fantasies right now. Oh, I think is he, he trying might be to platinum thirteen. Yeah, thirteen as we said. So, because we got a little uh, we, we, another thing we're we're working on, and it hasn't um hasn't come together yet is we're working on putting together a boost group. Um, so uh, shout out to Simon. You know, wanting to play some uh, Ghost Recon. Tricky's been playing Ghost Recon. You know, you've already beat Ghost Recon. So I'm the slacker that hasn't beat it yet. But um, we need to get together, you know, some of these big, you know, these bigger games that you know, are set up for multiple people, you know, work together, play the games, and uh, even boost some of the trophies as we need them. So um, that's, yeah. something me, that's something me and JT were talking about is putting together a boost group and putting together a plan of action to clean up some of these trophies. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, because we we definitely need to get on that Ghost Recon. Well, I got it downloaded. It's back up and ready to rock and roll now. So yeah, because like I I got like maybe four or five missions left to do, but I'm just like so bored. I just need somebody to play with in that game. Yeah, see that game is definitely not. I try to play it by myself a couple times, and it's not as fun by yourself. Like that game just lends itself to to conversation and co op play. Oh, yeah. Even me, even playing it, listening to music wasn't fun. So I, and, and so I actually backed out of it and played the division the other night. Oh God! Yeah, well, the division's fine. No, no, I know. I liked it. Yeah. It was fun until I got dragged through the mud with it. But yeah, well, I, I haven't made it very far in there. Just first several, first couple missions. So I, I got stuck with a group of people that like. I don't know what happened. The, all of a sudden, the difficulty spike got ridiculous. Oh, I just couldn't th- kill anybody. They were probably just higher levels than you. Yeah, and um, 
But, and then we glitched one time. I had a really, really bad bug to where, like, it's like the first, first hour of the game where you have to play until you get into Manhattan. And the door wouldn't open for us to go to Manhattan. So the whole squad's sitting there. We just wrecked this friggin' mission. Nice. And, and the door wouldn't open. So we sat there and kept backing out. And, like, I backed out and then joined back in. Backed out and joined back in. Turned my console off and joined back in. And then it kept putting me with one, whatever one or two people that I was in. The, that like, it kept partying me back up with them. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. Don't put me back in there with them because this thing is broken. And every time somebody would leave and come back, everyone didn't leave at the same time. So it kept throwing us back in the room together. <laughs> so eventually, everybody just quit playing it. But then finally, once, they, once my team quit, then I was able to progress. That's but so it, it, weird. It's just a weird bug. And yeah. so that, that really hurt the. Uh, the experience that night but you know crap happens yeah seems what like anymore every what could you say but either way that's us that's the loot bros podcast episode 28 holla 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 holla